Welcome to the Messy Mind Podcast, a show to support you in seeing that messiness can lead to your light bulb moments. I'm your host, Tammy L. Davis. Recently, I was on LinkedIn and noticed that a question had been asked in the form of a poll. The question was, what's our most popular change management article in 2022? And underneath that question, there were three options for us to choose from in answering the poll. The first option was how to measure change adoption. The second option was change portfolio best practice. And the third option was guide to measuring change. The first option, how to measure change adoption, won the poll by 52%. The most clicked article was how to measure change adoption. Again, 52%. And it really got me thinking that, yes, I'm on these projects. My team and I, you know, support clients with their change initiatives. And one of the areas that I'm noticing that our clients tend to avoid is measurements. And in my opinion, clients tend to avoid the word matrices and measurements is because it hasn't been presented to them in a way that these are tangible activities. These are tangible things that you can do within your organization in order to determine whether or not the change has been adopted. As I always like to say, now is the time to grab your notebook, your pen or pencil, your journal, wherever you keep notes when listening to the Messy Mind podcast because I'm about to spill all the tea in giving you several options on how you can measure change adoption. The options I'm about to dive into and provide are ones we use on our client engagements. They have been proven. They work very well because they are straightforward. They're simple and extremely manageable to sustain. Once we ask our clients how they would like to define success, they do have a pretty good idea. However, with our guidance and through several brainstorming sessions, especially for a system transformation, definitions of success tend to be bucketed in three different areas. Training, technology use and adoption, and level of engagement. I also want to take a moment to make a distinction between how these options are categorized as well. In dealing with or creating measurements, I always like to make the distinction between quantitative and qualitative. Quantitative, real quick and simple, meaning numeric data. It is numbers. Uh, It's continuous quantitative, whereas qualitative, it's descriptive based on observations. It involves the senses such as seeing, feeling, tasting, hearing, smelling. As I go through these options, I'll make the distinction between qualitative and quantitative. Let me first dive in with the quantitative metrics is. Some of the examples that can be used in order to create these type of metrics is, is the number of courses completed, or the percentage of courses completed, the number of employees accessing your learning management system or LMS on a weekly or monthly basis, also the number of users that are compliant with system requirements, in addition, the number of service tickets or help desk tickets that have been addressed and resolved, And also you can measure the number of users in the system versus the frequency of users in the system. I would also like to add attendance rate, attendance in your 
live or virtual classes, but also the number of attendees if you have any monthly sessions as well. Those are just a few options you could use from a quantitative measurement standpoint. Now for the qualitative measurement standpoint, these are some we have used in the past that have worked very well. Feedback forms, reflection session worksheets, monthly trends, end-user feedback survey results, end-user feedback survey results such as an adoption survey, documentation during coaching, continuing coaching, business reporting progress on a monthly basis, and leadership feedback on adoption. Those are just a few examples from a qualitative measurement standpoint that can be implemented in order to support you in defining or being able to measure what you defined as success. And as I stated before, they are straightforward. They're simple. Those are measurements that can be implemented pre-go live, short-term support, and also long-term sustainment as well. I hope those tips I offer provide you with a bit more insight on how you can measure change adoption. Hey there, it's Tammy. I'm stopping in for a moment to pop in to tell you about something new I am offering. I welcome you to join my new digital course, Uncomfortable to Unstoppable, The Secret Methods to Get Unstuck When Communicating. In this course, you're going to learn the methods and approaches, the ones that I took in order to better create communications in a manner that non-technical professionals can understand, relate to, and act on. When I first started writing communications, I was horrible. I didn't understand why people were sending me so many emails, asking questions, stopping me in the hallway to get clear on what I sent. I was super intimidated to keep working on improving my communication skills, and I want to support you in changing your mindset as well, along with showing you the methods I used to become a better communicator in the information technology space. For more information on my new digital course, Uncomfortable to Unstoppable, please head to www.nextlevelconsultingllc.com forward slash learn with Tammy. Thank you for joining us this time on the Messy Mind Podcast. Please visit our website at themessymindpod.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts or simply tell a friend about the show. Always remember to embrace the messiness. It can lead to your light bulb moments.